welcome to quick stop and we are back after one year of podcasting and yeah probably you've been wondering that where we have been and we have been under a slump for a moment but yeah we are back with a new name uh, with a new uh, panel and uh, please press f for pranay bhalla our old editor so yeah ipl started guys and we are back with our podcast series again and i will let you introduce uh, to our uh, panel members so yeah all the panel members can introduce themselves hey everyone hi naman here you might have heard me in the last podcast we posted and so yeah i really looking forward to this is, uh, this season of the podcast uh, yeah hello guys uh, my name is samir and this is the first time i am joining this podcast uh, so thank you harjish for this opportunity and really looking forward to hearing about your thoughts hey guys tejas this side Uh, very excited to be back and hoping to have a great IPL this year and looking forward to doing this podcast again. So yeah, so we have our knowledge OP Tejas with us and engineer OP Naman with us and then cricket OP Samir with us and yeah, rest of our panel members just ghosted us and yeah, we don't make a Amazon series for the members who left. us that's just australian cricket board and their things so yeah let's start up with the first game the opener a fabulous opening ceremony introduced by bcci and um, yeah first game gujarat titans versus chennai super kings okay samir so i wanted to ask you like what went right with gujarat titans as they continue their winning streak going on from previous edition Yeah, so I think whenever we talk about Gujarat Titans, they've always been the underdog. Nobody really considers them uh, as a strong unit to uh, or as a unit who can lift the trophy. Last year also, many people were of that opinion. But I think if you see the team overall, the bowling unit has to be the one of the strongest, if not the strongest, in the whole uh, in all, considering all the teams. I think their bowling is uh, stronger than their batting, and in batting they don't have those many big names like teams like uh, MI or RCB have, and many of the batsmen have been pretty uh, like they have been uh, under the radar quite recently. I think Shubman Gill has been their key player when it comes to batting, and if you see last two three months uh, when it comes to international cricket, uh, he has he has set the stage on fire. You know, be it Test cricket, T20 or ODI cricket. and i think he uh, uh, maybe it may be a bit far fetched but uh, when virat started in 2011 or 2012 i think i'm getting those kind of vibes from shuman gill so he has a potential to go big i just hope he continues it uh, and uh, i think uh, uh, apart from him uh, hardik pandya the way he has led the team not just uh, i think especially the way he led led the team last year not just in terms of on ground tactics and all those things but also i think off the field i think that i I saw various reports where he, uh, where uh, it said that he had uh, like bagged every player uh, and he had talked to every player and gave those players confidence who didn't have that lot of confidence. I think David Miller was a very good example. Uh, I get year. your point with Hardik Pandya being the captain, hmm. but what justification would you give me that Vijay Shankar is back in cricket? <laughs> See, I think. Uh, Yeah, I mean, uh, I kind of agree with that because Vijay Shankar, when he played the ODI World Cup 2019, it was on the basis of two, three innings, and Ravi Shastri had said that he has long arms and has long reach, so we selected him. And that time, I think uh, everybody was too emotional, so everybody was backing him at that time. But yeah, I mean, it didn't pay off. I mean, 
see you can have good two or three innings but uh, you can actually uh, judge a person or judge a cricketer whether he has the potential to play at that stage or not but yeah i mean you're giving an opportunity to an all-rounder maybe you needed an all-rounder uh, uh, indian all-rounder so as to speak but i still feel like what other options do you have i mean if you see the squad Uh, uh of uh, like if you're playing him in as a batsman then maybe you need to think twice but yeah if you are filling him in as an all-rounder then maybe you have to give him an opportunity to bowl as well if you're not letting him bowl maybe you have to uh like consider someone else i still mm-hmm. feel that i mean he did score i think 20 27 runs something like that yeah but, i uh, feel your squad selection is a crucial thing in uh t20 format especially where all-rounders are required Yeah. And yeah, so Kane Williamson just uh, leaving the field. I don't know, like the squad combination will it change? Because like only one change we were expecting for Gujarat Titans after this game was that uh, mostly Josh Little was supposed to go out, and mm. uh, David Miller was supposed to come in. That was the only mm. one change which I was expecting that they would have done. But now it's like open floodgate for Gujarat Titans. They can just uh, fit in David Miller without making change to this squad. So yeah, do you agree that they should continue with the um, two left armers in the squad? Uh, two left arm spinners. I mean two oh, left arm. No, I mean like uh, two left arm pace. Like I don't know. Like don't remember whether this one. What is name? Aljari yes, Joseph is. Uh, Alzari Joseph was a left arm or right arm I don't remember. Uh, Joseph was a right hand. I think Alzari Joseph he played 2 years back for MI and he picked 6 wickets. So I think uh, if you see uh, Gujarat Titans mindset I think they prefer pace bowlers. I still remember one of their uh, CEOs giving an interview where they said that they want to focus on pace. And I think every any team that has good pace battery always does well. You see Mumbai Indians who has won five titles they have had amazing fast bowlers over the years. Similarly Mohammad Shami Yash Dayal, okay, yeah, Yash Dayal is new, but again, he has an amazing record in uh, domestic cricket. Joshua Little was a bit expensive, uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, uh, still they are backing good fast bowlers. Alzari Joseph is also a very good prospect. Uh, I mean, yeah, it it is a bit too. Uh, yeah, that's too what we expect when Ashish Nehra is coach, head coach mm. of a good side. So, yeah. anyways, everything went well for Gujarat Titans. Uh, yeah. Like probably you all will agree with me, Gujarat Titans. didn't have just one impact player they had three impact players in their side two were playing for chennai super kings though mm. and yeah so coming up with chennai super kings now um i would like to call upon my dardbara engineer from chennai or velor i don't know where he is sitting naman can you come up and speak about chennai what went wrong for them uh, so yeah i think uh, it's very clear that chennai has a really weak bowling lineup this season i mean the bowling lineup looks pretty good for a chepok pitch but other than that uh, it it just looks lifeless although rajwardhan hangrekar was a surprise i mean uh, csk have backed him they uh, they were talks about fleming fleming was asked about him last year around i remember him saying that he's still a bit raw yeah he played really well uh, last uh, in 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 that game so yeah those are good signs but other than that deepak chahar coming off uh, after a long time he could not get them those power play wickets so the bowling lineup looks a pretty uh, looks bit weak for pitches other than chepok and everywhere else they go the batting lineup has to get them 15 to 20 runs extra and it looked good when uh, rutraj was batting but i i think other than rutraj 
other batsmen didn't show up that well. So yeah, the batting lineup has to compensate for their weak bowling lineup. That is what I think is the way forward for Chennai. Do you agree that Dhoni should have came above the order? Like when I think so, wicket or Stokes where Dhoni should have just came in then instead of just waiting to get Jadeja and everyone down uh, in the batting order. I mean, I don't know about uh, if there was some case about left-hand matchups because uh, Dhoni came after Dubey and Jadeja. But yeah, I think CSK would have been better off had Dhoni come up a bit earlier. So yeah, I, I do agree with that, that maybe he should have come up a bit earlier. But I don't think we can uh, doubt that. I, I mean, they must have had a plan there. So yeah, it, you, can, you can call that maybe it would have worked, maybe it wouldn't have. So you can't really say much about those things. And yeah, let's talk about then um, CSK's bowling in particular. Like, I am just expecting one change in that lineup for next match. That is uh, Mitchell's, um, Mitchell Santana going out and um, Mahesh Tikshana coming in. That's the only change we all can expect as of now. Yeah, yeah that 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 might be a that that is going to be a great change. I think they missed Tikshana's services as well. Yeah, hopefully he can come in and turn things around for that bowling lineup. I sometimes feel for Mitchell Santner being too uh, good in uh, economy for New Zealand and also did make some damages with his bat during the latest India and uh, New Zealand tour. But yeah, that's how cricket will go on. For the squad combination, many good players will uh, stay out. And yeah, I think so. By end, uh, by concluding this match's discussion, we all can agree that Gujarat Titans played with three impact players. I, see, I still feel Tushar uh, Pandey was the most, the player who had the most impact for Gujarat Titans. And I see Chad Shivam Dubey walking off airport with his shades on. And see, I'm sorry to say, but I'm a huge fan of CSK and MS Dhoni. Personally, he's my favorite player. But MS Dhoni cannot bat at number 6. If you want to win the tournament, you are not going to win the tournament by uh, sending Shivam Dubey ahead of Jadeja and Dhoni. Just my opinion. Yeah, moving on to next game then. If we all can agree that there is no more to discuss about this game and we don't have any more punchlines except for Shivam Dubey and Tushar Deshpande, we can move on to next game. Yes, I think I think we should move on to Punjab KKR. Uh, so yeah, let's let's talk about that game then. So yeah, IS Bindra Stadium, Punjab. Probably your KKR fans trying to get the reason that why the fertilizer didn't start on time and considering that the reason for their loss. Anyways, these are the other factors. Let's talk about Punjab Kings, a fresh looking side in my opinion. I would like to know if anyone else disagrees with that or completely new looking side, new prospect to the tournament. Yeah, yeah, they've... they've, they've uh... He changed themselves. Shikhatavan coming in as captain. A lot of I think they've uh, they've changed a lot. So yeah, it's a fresh side. And although they did carry the intent that they've been showing for the past two years, it was nice to see that. So yeah, fresh squad, but with the same intent as they've come. They've uh, they've always been for the last couple of years. They have been about all about intent and batting. All the batsmen you see come out and you know try to be positive. Even in the last game, you saw Prabhsimran Singh. Coming out with the positive intent and then Shekhar Dhawan and Raja Paksa just carrying on, carrying that on. So yeah, that's Punjab Kings are looking good this year. 
and yeah i would like to know about samir that uh, how did the punjab kings selection paid them off like the squad selection was looking pretty decent to me even if livingston was not in them but a uh, interesting prospect uh, sikandar raza was brought into the squad who can give you four overs with the ball and can bat in the middle order and bhanuka rajpaksha just firing above and yeah sam current playing cameo so yeah i would like to know uh samir that how do you rate this punjab kings batting lineup see i think every year uh, like especially in last 3 4 years uh, punjab has always started really well if you see even when kl rahul was the captain mayank agarwal and kl used to open they used to start really well 3 4 games 4 5 games they used to win at least 80 90% of the games the issue is i think the consistency with the batting lineup now yes in yesterday's uh, the, in the punjabs when you see when you saw the batting prab simran scored a fairy 191 200 strike rate uh, uh, rajpaksha rajpaksha is a good like in, when he plays for shilanka also is a really good cricketer jitesh sharma sikandar raza i mean it's it's a good apart from shikhar dhawan i feel nobody is really giving me that confidence i mean yeah they really they scored 190 runs which is which is really amazing but uh i still feel that the indian youngsters needs to step needs to step up beat jitesh sharma and prab simran singh they did score a very uh, uh attacking uh, uh innings but uh i think they uh, all of the indian batsmen across all the ipl teams should realize especially the younger batsmen that uh, they also have to play long it's not just about scoring those fiery starts but also converting them but apart from that uh, i think sekandar raza will be the key factor and especially when livingston will be back i think it will be a headache now for them whom to replace uh, rajpaksha or uh, livingston or whatever combination they think livingston will be their key uh, livingston and uh, sekandar raza uh, will be their key factor when they come back i just hope they can continue this they scored 190 runs it was amazing i just hope they can continue with this and w- one last thing that i would like to add in this is shikhar dhawan i think has to play a bit more positively uh, i mean uh, if you uh, see that he has been dropped from all the uh, Uh, teams of india currently right he is not playing any format so he can take it as an uh, challenge or you know channel those uh, because he wasn't uh, like he was dropped a bit unfairly you can say maybe he can channel that uh, channel those emotions and actually lift the trophy for uh, punjab but he needs to play a bit more positively maybe you know score at a bit higher strike rate and i mean other other batsmen other batsmen could support him if it could play around him then i think it would be please i think shikhar dhawan as a captain and as a batsman will be uh, the most important uh, role for punjab okay i get your point uh, regarding the positive impact that shikhar dhawan can put and rest indian players uh, needs to realize that um, they need to just understand the situation well and play accordingly that's what uh, you mean to say if i'm not mistaken and yeah so moving on with the punjab kings bowling and uh, there is no better to explain what went right for them than our own fast bowler tejas if you are there you can take on the stage yeah the punjab kings bowling lineup was absolutely on fire because they made some plans they stuck to stuck to them and the result is in front of everyone to see uh ashdeep started off brilliantly with those bouncers he himself mentioned that he tried to be unpredictable and because people have a particular image of him uh, being a swing bowler and being a yorker specialist so 
he came up in the post match presentation and said that uh, he was trying to mix it up and surprise those batsmen with the bouncers that he can bowl some bouncers too so he kept the batsmen guessing and the rewards were up for the up for taking for him and apart for him raza chipped in with some overs he was a tad bit expensive but uh, he got a uh, wicket uh, so that would boost his confidence and maybe he'd bowl even better in this uh, next game and talking about uh, rahul chahar he was brilliant nathan ellis playing his first game this year was on the man he dismissed remanola gurbas who was looking a bit dangerous so yeah the bowling of punjab so you agree that everyone bowled right well side. except for the 18 crore money that i was seeing getting flushed by andre rasul again again and again i mean he ended up dismissing him in the end he had the last laugh so sam karan is a good bowler is really worked on his skills and is not the one dimensional bowler he was earlier on so he can bowl in the dead it, and it was uh, raining also when they were bowling so we have to uh, give the bowlers of punjab kings a bit of you know leniency as uh, audiences because it's very tough when the ball is wet and uh, it was coming on to the bat quite nicely so anyone uh, you you saw that shadul thakur came out uh, master 6 you saw that uh, sunil narayan also master 6 of his very first ball rasa was smacking them so we can't be too harsh on the bowlers as it was raining and it was harder to grip the ball and it was coming onto the bat quite nicely so apart from even uh, despite of all this the bowlers bowled very well i must say that and uh, it was only fair that uh, because uh, even after the rapport lewis it was punjab that ended up on the winning side because they were the deserving team on that particular day so well that that's all we can say about punjab kings and naman if you want to speak anything about um, most hyped squad kkr which shreyas ayer being uh, down and out and nitishana taking on the captaincy so yeah if you have any views on kkr naman I yeah, I mean KKR uh, KKR fans are looking for a, looking forward to a really painful season I must say I mean the squad already looked quite thin on paper and now with Shreyas Iyer's injury I mean it's 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 going to be a really harsh season for them and uh, they they really hope that uh, their investment in Shardul Thakur pays out I mean it was just the first game but it doesn't look good right now DC might be having a laugh at kkr because they traded him in for 11 crores plus i guess aman khan so yeah i mean uh, it's not looking good for kkr but hopefully they'll they'll turn it around uh, they'll need another uh, 2019 esque season from andre russell they'll, they'll need another carry job from him but yeah uh, they they do have those kind of miracle players who on their day can just take the game away from you and they'll need them to have their days quite often um i was pretty much uh, shocked like jab kkr ne anukul roy ko bhej diya around two down if i am not mistaken two down or one down and yeah we uh, everyone here had an impression of anukul roy being a leg spinner and not a batsman so that's what showed that kkr is really short of players this year like who they can just put in playing 11 and play on Uh, so yeah i feel that kkr uh, match is also being covered if there anything else left uh, for this matches that is 
punjab electricity just cutting off their tower lights and causing a 15 minutes dj and voice in among kkr fans and yeah anything else that you guys want to say, uh, speak about this game you can just turn on and speak it now we are good i think we are good we should we should move on to the next game lsg versus delhi capitals samir are you trying to say anything i can see your mic on but there is no audio okay so yeah moving on to next game the game of big margin yeah, i must say like rest other games we saw were pretty much close if we see about the margins being talked about um yeah so lsg versus dc everything wrong for dc and everything going right for lucknow that's what we all can agree on so yeah i would like to start again with samir that um, what really went good for lucknow yeah am i audible hello yeah we can hear you go on yeah yeah so i think uh, like when it see one point that i would like to add in this uh, in the lucknow game is that uh, on tv it was looking really bad like if you talk about the pitch or you talk about the stadium i think the pitch was a bit abrasive uh, it was not like other other uh, uh, pitches in other matches uh, and i think a bit of dew also held in last three last four five overs but i think pitches can be prepared a bit in a better way uh, just that the standard is a bit high anyways uh, like uh, as far as the game goes as you saw that uh, like when it comes to their batting the lucknow's batting i still think it's a bit iffy uh, like if you th- uh, if you Uh, before uh, proceeding any further i'll ask you the most important question that mm-hmm. i have in my mind do you think if kevin mayer's catch wouldn't have been dropped within the power play the game would have had another result on paper oh definitely i think the delhi capitals fielding was really really bad uh, yesterday it's, and i think it was even worse than pakistan's i think uh, uh, kyle mayer's uh, was their x factor definitely and as you if you guys saw one stat i think there were around 15 16 sixes that were hit and the fours were so less compared to number of sixes so that just proves that uh, one thing you can say that the outfield was very slow it was very difficult to hit fours and only power hitters you see that man size i mean he was literally hitting every ball out of the park which was even goodland delivery he was hitting outside the park so i think in those kind of conditions you need players who are uh, like who have the ability to clear the grounds and mayers actually did that if mayers wouldn't have been there i don't think they would have reached the score that they reached yes ayush badoni did something in the end nicolas puran puran also did in the end but again nicolas puran has that consistency issue if you see in the last 3 4 years for punjab he used to play years but it was it wasn't that good of an investment right so i just hope like i now the issue is that when quinton decock will come who is going to go out and uh, apart from that i think kl rahul for him it is the biggest season for him because he has been dropped from the indian team currently in the t20 setup uh, also from the test setup but uh, let's talk about t20 setup right now he is out of the indian team right now. this is the way for him to weigh, come uh, like cement his place again and not just scoring runs he has scored runs every year but i think it's a manner in which you score runs so more than the captaincy i think his batting batting uh, uh, will be under the under the standard. i just hope he can uh, like go like score at a rate that is actually required he said once 
that the strike rate is overrated i don't by the way i took kl rahul captain on dream 11 rest and peace my side i took i even took kl rahul as a captain because i know he would score runs but it depends on the manner of i mean he didn't score runs yesterday but uh, i just want him to score at a strike rate that he used to in 2018 he said the stayed on fire in 2018 i still remember for punjab and it also reflected when he played for england in uh, against england in 2018 he scored a ton in, there also i think it was in manchester so i think that is the sort of kl rahul which we need actually right now and uh, like if you see other players marcus stoinis bit inconsistent but again good good all rounder uh, really went two years back for delhi capitals i hope he can repeat the same and uh, yeah i think they what i think is easy. that lucknow um, uh, squad all in all i want i don't want to take anything away from them but specifically that drop catch hurts me and yeah i still feel that the like they were around 30 runs in within the power play and if players would have gotten out the pressure would have added up more Mm-hmm. And yeah, result would have been in and out different, but yeah, nothing to take away from Mark Wood for that fiery five-wicket haul that he took. And I also, I would like to ask you. Hmm. Yeah. And also, last thing I wanted to ask you, like, do you feel that uh, instead of Kunal Pandya, Krishnappa Gautam should be uh, should be put in the squad and starting eleven itself? Uh, see, Kunal Pandya has that. Uh, he has played so long for Mumbai Indians and. Uh, I mean, he has delivered, but not also delivered. I would say uh, because majority of the work used to be done by Hardik and Pollard back then. But I think Pandya has to step up. Kunal Pandya has to step up. You know, because he has played for India also. I Krishna Pagatham. I don't recall. Uh, maybe he, he might have played one or two games here and there. But I still feel they'll go with Kunal Pandya, and I think they should go with Kunal Pandya at least for few more games. But if he doesn't perform with with the ball and with the bat. Uh, i think they can actually but the way he, they used krishna gautam i think that was very amazing uh, the, using him in the last ball and coming in the last ball also batting away yeah i think that was a good tactic uh, see impact player role is very new right now and many people many teams are not aware on how to use it right now so you will see different different variations of that uh, uh, like how different teams apply that role so that will be really interesting i think yesterday was a very good example on how to use a particular uh, impact Mm-hmm. Yeah, I also was pretty much impressed that uh, not only for Krishnappa Gautam's batting, uh, KL Rahul brought him within the power play, realizing that uh, like in the first half of the game itself, within the power play, I could see that Tov was being out, uh, and yeah, there was due during the first half of the game itself, and KL Rahul realized that uh, like during the mid innings break, the pitch there was some super soppers being used to clear out the due, and uh, for that reason. the ground being semi dry what you can say in better condition than first half for that particular period of time he used krishnappa gautam within the power play itself so that was really amazing for me that he realized the factor that ball is dry so we should use a spinners right now his captaincy was on mark yesterday you know i think it's good that he's not uh, keeping right now wicket keeping right now and he gets to spend more time with the bowlers and the fielders i think that is a good his cap- his captaincy was good yesterday Mm-hmm. So yeah, so let's end the Lucknow conversation over there. Now let's come to the side where everything went wrong, starting from wicket keeping department to bowlers getting bashed and uh, batsmen getting out on zero. So yeah, I would like to call on Tejas for knowing what went wrong for Delhi Capitals. Uh, first of all, I'd like to start by saying that uh, 
Delhi has a good side. It's just that uh, yesterday was the worst day possible because none of the guys from the eleven, you know, showed up. All of them were finding it difficult uh, playing their first match. So, uh, uh, first of all, losing the captain before the tournament was a big blow. Uh, because you know, Rishabh Pant was the kind of guy who was holding the international and the local players together. So I don't know that if the bonding between the captain David Warner is right now, the captain and the local players is established as of now. So it will take time. But David Warner is a great leader. Has won an IPL before in 2016 uh, by defeating a very strong, possibly the best RCB side ever seen in the tournament. So. Delhi fans shouldn't uh, lose hope. They have got a long, long tournament ahead of themselves, and I'm sure that uh, once one or two players start clicking, like Marsh, Warner, uh, Russo, they are match winners. They can win matches uh, single-handedly on their particular day. And the only weak link they have this year is the bowling side, uh, because we saw that yesterday Nokia and Mustafizur Rahman were absent, and the Indian bowling looked uh, pretty cold. I mean. They had no one who could, you know, uh, at the start of the run-up be confident and say that uh, I'm going to provide the big, the breakthrough. Uh, it was just ordinary. Uh, they were just ordinary as a bowling side, and that, according to, uh, to me, is their weakest link. And the batting collapses and bad performances happen to each and every team uh, once in their uh, IPL journey, and uh, it happened for Delhi in the first game. So nothing to worry about. So yeah, pretty much that's it for Delhi Capitals. I feel Delhi Capitals is Mercedes of this season. Like, if you want to change, like for example, Mercedes, if they want to change just a simple part of the car, they need to re- redesign their whole car. They can't just put one thing here and there to resolve it. Similarly, like if Akshar Patel doesn't perform well, then they they can't put in any other. Backup spinner like we need an all-rounder and Zajit Yadav and Ripple Patel again are two pretty much undercooked players. And yeah, if we want to play Mustafizur Rahman in the playing eleven, then you need to remove someone from Mitchell Marsh and Rahman Powell, which both are important for the squad from batting point of view. So everything in their squad needs to go right if they want to stay in this tournament, in my point of view. And um, yeah, I hope that uh, Delhi Capitals do well. And uh, I hope that uh, Lucknow people prepare better grounds for next matches. That's all for this game. And coming on to the last game for tonight, like we are just going to discuss the result for that game. Like right now, we are done. Uh, like live game going on right now for us is SRH and Rajasthan. And I think so. Rajasthan has already won it. Yeah, the, the game has been concluded. Yeah, the match is over. Rajasthan has won by 72 runs. Yeah, so that we'll cover in next half. Rajasthan absolutely thrashing SRH. That's what the whole game was about. And coming on to the last match, uh, we are just going to predict RCB versus um, uh, Mumbai Indians. I think so. Toss is also done. Yeah, Mumbai yes, is batting first. RCB, RCB won the toss and they will get it to bowl. Mumbai will be batting. Uh, so what is the squad for today? Whom they are playing? The four foreigners of RCB are uh, the captain Fab Duplessis, Harish Topley, Glenn Maxwell, and Michael Bracewell. And for MI, they've gone with uh, Tim David, Cam Green, Jofra Archer, and uh, Jason Berendorf. 
Mm, so yeah, that's what uh, that what we are pretty much expecting it. Uh, just uh, find a few new names for MI Nihal Vadera Arshad Khan. Uh, so uh, we must look out for them, new local ta- talents making the IPL debuts. Okay, so yeah, that's all for today. And yeah, last thing I'm gonna ask you. Who do you think is going to be um, like one impactful player from both the sides for today's match? Your prediction, guys? Uh, just a correction from my side. Uh, right now, I'm watching the screen, and uh, there are only showing that there are only three overseas players playing for MI. Berendorf is not there. Uh, you're right. Berendorf is is listed as the impact player for Mumbai. Uh, Mumbai has chosen to go on with three players right now. Three overseas players. As in the playing eleven, Berendorf might come off as an impact player if they they would need him during the bowling lineup. So I think that's that's the plan. Yeah, and if they have a collapse earlier on in the batting, which is unlikely because they have a good batting side, and uh, so they can uh, bring in Stubbs or uh, no, they they are not listed in the this thing, no. Stubbs hasn't been impact. listed in the. Uh, so I think uh, the even Gravis is not there. So Berendorf is definitely going to come in because that's how the strategy is playing with three. Yeah, overseas player. That yeah, I think that's that's Hazus is right here. That's the strategy from Mumbai today. And Samir Michael Bracewell coming in for RCB. We saw him scoring century in the practice game for RCB. Your opinion? Yeah, I think Michael Bracewell will be the X factor for them. Uh, especially if you see the way he batted against India, and all the New Zealand players have always been under the radar. You know, not really. That popular and all people don't really rate them higher, but I think Michael Bracewell, uh, Glenn Maxwell, and uh, Maxwell is playing, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. But again, Maxwell performs every once in every seven years, so I hope uh, he comes good this time. But Bracewell is a good addition. Cam Green, Kishan, and Mohit Sharma paired up, so I guess that's the top three. We'll have to wait and find out who's coming out to open. And adding up to the good, good move to play Tim David and Cameron Green both. Yeah, I think uh, these foreign players who are playing in the Chinnaswamy Stadium for the first time, like uh, David Green and Bracewell, they're going to love the short boundaries and the ball coming onto the bat. So I'm looking forward to a high scoring game. Yeah, I think it will be because see, if you see Bangalore, uh, it is a very high altitude area, so ball okay, is going guys. to travel. Just to cut you off, these all things we need to discuss it in the next match, uh, next uh, podcast. Yeah. We just want to predict who is the winner for this game. So just tell me who is going to be winner according to you, and that's where we all can end. I will. I think so, Mumbai Indians. So I have Mumbai Indians won. Naman. RCB fan here, so yeah, RCB. I can hear RCB one. Tejas. See, I'm going to pick MI because uh, right now if I put it in very simple terms, no explanation needed. Just back. tell me, just yeah, tell me one word. Back. Just yeah. tell me one word. I'm going to go with MI. MI. So yeah, two against one for RCB. Samir, I hope for your team, uh, Glenn Maxwell scores some runs instead of just uh, taking away drinks from the fridge. Okay, so yeah, that's all we have to tell you about IPL going on. If you like our podcast, you can uh, leave a like on Spotify for Crickstop. And also, please do follow us on Instagram. Our handle is at the Crickstop. We have newly launched again. Uh, until next time, with our uh, new panel members along with some original panel members, we bid you adieu. Thank you.